the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show on 101.9 Hi FM. Thank you for choosing Hi Kids, a show for kids by kids. My name is Michelle Fan and I'm 11 years old and your host for today. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'll be interviewing Malcolm Dorfman. He is a karate instructor. So stay tuned to 101.9 Hi FM to find out more about what he does and how fun it can be. Get ready for a very interesting show on Hi Kids today. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Michelle Fan and your host for today. I've Malcolm with me in studio today. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519 or 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, Malcolm. Hi, Michelle. Hello, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. And you? Good, thank you. How was your weekend? It was very pleasant, very relaxing. Good. <laughs> which is what weekends are for, I should yeah. imagine. <laughs> All right, let's start with the questions. What is karate? Karate is many things, and many things to different people. But in principle, it is an art and a science which is about utilizing the body. So what does utilizing mean? Using. Okay. Okay. Using the body in the correct manner Mm -hmm. to be able to learn how to punch and kick and strike Uh. and block and, in principle, be able to defend yourself. Mm. Sounds fun. <laughs> well, there are a lot of kids that are doing it, so... Mm. Yeah. What is a karate teacher called? A karate teacher is called a sensei. And what language is the word sensei? That's Japanese. Well, why is karate associated with Japanese? Well, because karate, which is the correct pronunciation, yeah. is a Japanese word. And karate was brought from the island of Okinawa... In 1922, to the mainland Japan, mm-hmm. and uh, they took it and they developed it further, and that's why it's associated with Japan because it's that's it's oh. part of the culture. Mm. That's interesting. <laughs> what are some of the other important words or phrases in karate? Well, there may, there are many. It depends on which fear you're talking mm. about. We have a, a special word. The word is called us. Oh, and that me, and that is an acknowledgement when the instructor gives an instruction. Mm-hmm. He'll say, everybody punch. And the whole class will respond, us. So, unison. like, yes. <laughs> like, yes. It's an acknowledgement. <laughs> what are some of the other important are there any different types of karate? There are many types of karate. You have different styles of karate. The four main styles are Shorokan, which is the type of karate that I practice, mm-hmm. Gojuru, mm-hmm. Wadaru, and Shtoru. Mm. Each are, very, all are very similar. I mean, a punch is a punch and a kick is a kick. Yeah. But uh, it has different origins. And there are differences in mm. the way one performs the techniques. What is a kata? A kata is a sequence of moves 
fighting moves, mm-hmm. uh, almost like telling a story of a fight. But actually what it is is a series of self-defense moves that can mm. be utilized. I'm using that word again. <laughs> uh, for self-defense. Uh, so it's sort of like a dance, just in fight form. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't actually call it a dance, but y- yes, it, it would resemble yep. one utilizing karate moves. Mm. How many different types of karates are there? Well, I can't give a number to it because, you know, there, there are variations within mm. each kata itself. But there are a number of katas in Shorokan and there are different katas in the other three major oh. styles. So altogether, they're, they're probably hundreds. So does with each person or each level have one kata or do they have at the, at many? The, at the beginning, yes. Okay. You know, when you're a, a white belt, a beginner, you're given a kata called Heian Shodan, mm. which means, which is basically kata number one. Mm. And then you get your yellow belt. And then you do Heian Nidan, which is basically kata number two. And then you get your orange belt. And mm. so it goes up through the different colors mm. and until you get to black belt. And uh, then you basically you've got to know a number of kata yeah. if you want to progress after black belt. What is Kumite? Kumite... The the actual translation is is grappling, mm. but or, gra- or grappling <laughs> ha- grappling hand. Tear means hand, yeah. but it's basically sparring or fighting. Oh, so it's not like grappling the person's hand or something. Well, ka- karate <laughs> karate has many things. It doesn't only have punches oh, and yeah. kicks. It also has grabbing, pulling, and various other techniques, mm. like like in a real fight. Mm. Are there different types of kumite? Yes. There is kumite. So is it the same like with the katas? Is there one for each level? No. Uh, kumite, there's two, basically two types of kumite. Mm. There's kumite, which you practice in the dojo, the, the karate mm-hmm. school. And there's also kumite, which has been turned into a sport, where you have judges and you get points for what you are doing mm. against an opponent. You're fighting with him, and the referee will give points to Mr. A or points to Mr. B. How do you know, like, what, are there, like, how do I say, in competitions, is there one color for one person, or is, like, do they say, um, Daniel go first, and then I think this person? Usually, one wears a red uh, one one of the opponents wears a red belt around his waist, mm-hmm. and the other one, depending if it's sport karate, would wear a blue, uh, a blue a blue belt. Mm-hmm. But in some organisations, it's it's a white belt. That was the original. Mm-hmm. It's been changed to blue in some organisations. Uh, how many different coloured belts are there, and what order do you get them in, and even how do you get them? Okay, well, you start off with a white belt. Yeah. After your first grading exam, you get a yellow belt, then an orange belt, green belt, Mm. blue belt, purple belt, three brown belts, and then you get your black belt. Mm. If you've stuck around long enough, (laughs) if you've stuck around long enough to get it. So do you get like stripes on any of them or something? You can, you can use stripes, especially in, in, uh, Kids' gradings, 
because uh, kids' maturity is not the same as adults' maturity. That is so, true. So, so you would have, for instance, a yellow one for kids, a yellow one mm-hmm. and a yellow two, and then an orange one and an orange two, whereas the adults would go straight from yellow to oh. orange to green. Mm. That would go a lot faster. <laughs> yeah, but the adults, uh, as I said, yeah. are, are older, more mature, stronger. So would know. with the brown belt, belts, if there's three, would the adult just go from red to brown? No, no. Or would it just go from brown to black? And no, there's, there's still three brown, oh. brown belts. That, that remains the same. Yeah. Why do you use belts in karate? Well, there's a number of reasons. One is to give recognition to the karate student mm-hmm. for his or her endeavors. and that's, What uh, does endeavors mean? Th- their effort. Yeah. And for their knowledge. And it indicates what level they're at. Mm. Obviously, a, a, a brown belt is far higher and knows a lot more than mm. a yellow belt. Mm. And also, for the instructor to be able to know what belt his students are, because there are different syllabus, there's different syllabus for each grading. So he knows what to teach his students. What happens if you forget, like, because you said for the kids, if there's yellow one or yellow two, how would you know if you're on yellow one or yellow two? Uh, basically it doesn't really matter because oh. they have the same syllabus. Uh, what it would mean is that if you are yellow one, mm-hmm. when you do your next grading, you'll be going for yellow two. So your color won't change. If you are yellow two, you would be going for orange one. Mm. So the color would change if you get, you know, if, if you yeah. pass your next grading. What comes after black belt? Well, when you get a black belt, it's called uh, first dan. Short, mm. sh- Japanese, shodan, translation, first dan. Mm. Dan means degree, a first degree black belt. Mm. Then a couple of years later, if you've been training hard and you've improved and you have more knowledge, you would then get a second degree black belt. So That's known as how second. many years? Uh, usually two. That's a long time. <laughs> Well, it is, it's from second down to third down is three. And from third down to four down, there's a gap of four. And that's how it goes on because it's a life, wow. it's a lifetime study. <laughs> that's long. Do only kids do karate or can adults do them as well? Um, in the, in the old days, mm-hmm. kids didn't really do karate. It was, mm-hmm. it was only adults. But in modern in modern society, when I talk modern society, of course, uh, I'm, 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 I'm going back quite a few years. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not talking about in the samurai type days. <laughs> so uh, uh, there's a lot more kids doing karate now than in the past. Mm. In fact, I would say there are a lot more kids doing karate than adults. Then mm. adults can't do more karate because the kids are taking over. As always, in everything. What is the youngest that kids can do or should start karate? Well, there are a lot of instructors that take very, very young kids, three-year-olds and that. I think that's wrong because I don't think that the kid has the mental capacity Mm. to even understand simplified karate. Mm. I have a class Mm. for four to six-year-olds, like a nursery school class. Mm. But I give them very simplified karate, and what I'm doing in that class is preparing them. The same as nursery school prepares you for big school, mm-hmm. I'm preparing them for when they get a little bit older uh, so that they have a, 
a, an advantage over kids that are starting a bit later. Knowledge. What is the place called where people learn karate? It's called a dojo. Why is it called a dojo? Because that's the Japanese, Japanese name for, for mm. basically translated as hall. Mm. The big hall of karate. <laughs> no, so that's uh, every, a, a, a karate school is a karate yeah. dojo. What is your dojo called? My dojo is obviously named after me, seeing that it's my dojo. <laughs> so it's called the Malcolm Dorfman Karate Institute. Mm. And my son Shane, mm. he has two karate dojos, mm. and his is called Shane Dorfman Karate <laughs> Institute. How many dojos do you have, and where are they located? Well, between the two of us, because we, you know, father-son team. Woo! <laughs> Um, my dojo is in Parktown North. Mm. His dojo for uh, children is in Melrose mm. in Calder Drive. And he also has another one for, for advanced children and adults in Norwood. Mm. So did you teach Shane karate? Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, and I will tell you now that he is the, the best student in all the years that I've done karate and taught karate, mm. he is, is my number one student. Shane, if you're listening, your dad loves you. <laughs> what are you, the people who do karate called? Karateka. Karateka. Yeah. You know, if you do judo, mm. you call it judoka. If you do kendo, you know, Japanese sword yeah. fighting, you call it kendoka. Kendoka. <laughs> and karate is called a karateka. Karateka. I like that. Huh. It's catchy. <laughs> what is the real name of the white suit that they wear? It's well, it's we we call it a karate gi. Mm-hmm. Gi gi is the, yeah. the karate suit, karate <laughs> gi. Or and, and some people also call it a do, a dogi. Dogi. Do, no, not a doggy. <laughs> a, a, a dogi. A dogi. Or actually to pronounce correctly doggy. Doggy. Okay. <laughs> All right, on that note, let's take a quick song break. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Michelle Van, and you are still listening to the Hi Kids Show on 101.9 Hi FM. I have Malcolm Dorfman in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519. Or a telegram to 061-895-1019. Or even call on 010-140-3020. Now let's carry on with our questions. Why is it important to wear a gi? Well, if you're talking about just doing the physical moves, mm-hmm. it, it's not important. Mm. However, like most things, we have a uniform. You know, if you look at a football player, you look at a <laughs> rugby player, you look at a cricketer, uh, someone who plays bowls, they all have their type of outfit. You look at somebody doing fencing, they have mm. their outfit. But also, for me, it just gives the feel of authenticity. So that means? That, that means being genuine mm. and part of the tradition and also, also presenting yourself. In a good way. In a good way. Instead of wearing these yeah. like sloppy clothes and that, which takes, takes away from the discipline side. Mm. 
What colour badge do you have to be before you can be a sensei? Well, every organisation is different, but if I talk about my organisation, you have to be a third dan, a third, mm. de- a third degree black belt. Mm. So how long, what dan are you? I'm a ninth dan. That's like a lot of years of doing karate. Well, I'm not so young anymore, so I've been <laughs> around a long time. Do you ha- do you and your dojo take part in any competitions? Take part? Well, are you, are you talking about in South Africa or overseas? Any we, competition? Well, we we take part in. Uh, our organisation is called the KWF, Karate Namichi World Federation. Mm-hmm. So we have a KWF South Africa National Championships, mm-hmm. uh, which my members and. Uh, when I say my members, Dorfman Karate, Shane, mm. Shane and me. Yeah. We enter our members into that, both junior and senior, adults and kids. Mm. And then every two years, the KWF World Body has a world championships. And we send uh, a team to the world championships. And many Dorfman Karate members are part of the national yeah. team that go, that go to the world championship. Do you ever go black? To Japan or overseas uh, for competitions. Well, but let's talk about Japan first. I think I've been to Japan maybe somewhere between thirty-five and forty times in my life. You, that's a lot. The first time, nineteen seventy-four. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Basically, You're I try to I, I try to go every year if possible. So lucky. <laughs> You, 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 you asked me another question something about Japan and, and something else. What was it? There? Like overseas, like to America or something. Well, if one is keen and one wants to train with all the different masters all over the world, one will go wherever they, they are. That's exactly what you I know, did. Why not? <laughs> America, Russia, Europe, mm. Japan. Where has been your best place that you have gone? For karate you're talking about? Yeah. Of course, Japan. <laughs> Do you get sushi? Yes. But you can also get sushi in South Africa. Yeah, but I just feel like it might be better in Japan. It certainly is better in Japan. And the sushi, sushi chefs mm-hmm. have to go through a, a long apprenticeship mm. before they're allowed to actually be sushi chefs. Whereas here, it doesn't take long. <laughs> and there they are. Like ca- I, could make, I could make sushi at home, like why not? Yes, exactly. But you won't make it quite like the yeah. Japanese chefs. Why did you want to be a sensei? Well, I was, I was doing judo as a teenager. And, That's fun. <laughs> and uh, I w- watched a gentleman called Mr. Stan Schmidt. He was... Uh, the top karate guy in those days, many years ago, talking about in the in the sixties. Mm-hmm. That's a long time ago. That was a long time and ago. And I watched his classes, and I wanted to be just like him. So you set I, a good goal. So that's <laughs> that's why I landed up being a karate sensei. Mm. How long have you been doing karate? Uh, Fifty three, six, well, uh, fifty three years doing karate. And 62 years in the martial arts, <gasps> if I talk about the judo before the karate. Wow, that's a long time. It is. Wow. 
Lots of effort, lots of sweat. <laughs> yeah. And I bet you it's paid off. <laughs> well, it has because it's given me a lifestyle that I really yeah. enjoyed. Is it, a, is it a sports that boys and girls can do? Sure. You know, I mean, sport anybody can play. Yeah. You know, uh, so as I said, there's a sporting side and then there's the practicing of real techniques mm. where you can utilize them for the, for the street. Mm. But we have men, women, all ages, boys, girls. Okay, that's good. We've got yeah. everybody. Why do you think karate is so important? Because it's a lifestyle that is of value in so many different ways. Not just the self-defense, but uh, uh, it gives you the discipline. It gives you the confidence. Mm. It gives, there's, so, there's so many aspects that one improves yeah. if you are genuinely doing your karate. How does karate teach you discipline? Well, the first thing the karate te- discipline that karate teaches you is, is even if you don't feel like training that day, you get up and you go to the dojo and you train. You so that's do the first, it. You do it. It's that's the first part of discipline, and then of course you 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 the, the class is structured in mm. so that so you every, only have discipline people yeah, there. You say us. Yeah, you we, say us. And we say us. You're learning. I, lo- I, I love. I'm learning. This. Yes. Well done. What are your hobbies? Well, I have quite a few hobbies. Um, I like, for instance, I like watching historical Mm -hmm. series or historical movies, Mm -hmm. you know, and I like, uh, funny enough, I like westerns also. (laughs) Since I was a kid, I like westerns, so I watch a lot of westerns. Mm -hmm. I read a lot. I study politics. I study Mm. everything that's going on in the world. And on a physical level. Karate. (laughs) No, no, karate, karate is my life. But uh, end of the year, I go on a ski, a snow skiing holiday. I love, sn- I, lo- I, love I love snow skiing. I've never been snow skiing, but I've seen snow once. That's yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't see snow until I was quite old, older. <laughs> I, I never saw it as a kid either. Do you have another job or only teach karate? Well, put it this way. Part of my job is to teach karate. Mm. Part of my job is to train and keep up my own standard. Mm-hmm. But my my Malcolm Dorfman Karate Institute or Shane Dorfman Karate Institute is a business. So like any business, there's you run the business. You run a business. <laughs> you have admin. You sit behind a computer. You do, you know you do everything that's necessary to run a business. Mm-hmm. Plus, I run the KWF South Africa organization. That's a big job. Plus, I co-run. Mm-hmm. The world body, because uh, oh. I am. You must be really good at karate. Well, I hope I am, because, <laughs> because I did choose it as uh, my lifestyle. So I think if I wasn't so good at it, I wouldn't have chosen it. <laughs> what are a lot of different kicks and punches in karate? Well, a punch is a punch, but basically you have a, a lunge punch where you step. That's a called oyster. Yeah, you, know, you lunge forward. You know. Oh, I thought you said a lunch. A lunch. No, not a lunch. <laughs> not a lunch and supper punch. Oh, a lunge punch. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Ja- Japanese term for that is oizuki. Mm-hmm. Then you have one where you're on the spot and you 
turn your hips in and let fly with your punch. That's called a reverse punch. That's a gyakazuki. And then you've got a front arm jab, which is called a kazamizuki. So, you, you know, there, 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 there are many fun and many mm. other hand movements as well. And when you have kicks, you have a front kick called a maigiri. You have a side kick called a yokogiri, a back kick called a yashirogiri, a, r- a round kick or a roundhouse kick as we call it, mm-hmm. called a mawashigiri. So there are many techniques in karate. That's why it takes a long time to master mm. all of them. Take a long time. <laughs> Do all the different kicks, punches and stances have special names? Yes. That's why I was, that's why I gave you the names. Oh, as yeah. as well. I was, I was reading, I was, yeah. I was calling out the names to you. How important is fitness in karate? Well, I think fitness is important in everything. But, yeah. but if you are doing a physical exercise, of course, physical fitness is Would important. Be ideal. You know, whether, whether you're doing ballet, yeah. whether you're doing swimming, whether you're doing karate, football. Mm. You know, fitness is always something that one should have. Yeah. What are some of the exercises that kids should do to get more fit? Well, to the, the most important exercise that they should do to get more fit is to do more karate. <laughs> so come, people, to karate. Come. <laughs> I believe that this year karate will be in the Olympic sport for the first time. Why do you think it has taken so long to become an Olympic sport? Well, you know, at the beginning of the, you, you spoke to me about the various styles of karate. Mm. There are so many different styles. And then you've also get, got those who only focus on sport karate mm. as opposed to the real. Dojo karate. Or we call that budo karate. Budo. So there are a lot of, there were a lot of groups that were I will actually say fighting with one another. I'm talking about fighting across the table, not, mm. <laughs> not, phys- not physically fighting. About which type of karate should be in the Olympics. Eventually, the one group got it right, and the Olympic Committee approved. But only as a once-off. It will only be in the Olympics in 2020, ah. uh, in Japan, ah. and... For the next one, which is in four years' time, mm-hmm. in Paris, it has been excluded. It's not That's going to be. mean. Like, just because Japan has made sort of karate doesn't mean that you can just do it in Japan and not in France. I yeah. mean, Paris. Like, it's, it's, it's Well, we'll have to send you to argue with the International Olympic Committee on our behalf. <laughs> have you ever been interviewed by a kid? Yes, many, many years ago, there was a kids' program. Mm -hmm. There was a young Indian girl. Mm. And I have seen that she's now an adult (laughs) and still doing sport and interviews. I'm not sure what station, uh, (laughs) one of the DSTV stories. Ooh, that's cool. If you could have taught one person karate, who would it be and why? Sorry, just say that again? If you... Could teach one person karate, who would it be and why? Well, besides <laughs> you and you, uh, the person that I would like to teach the most mm-hmm. is my son, or actually my two sons, mm-hmm. because they're my children. They may not be children anymore, <laughs> but they will always be your children, and they'll always be my my favorite <laughs> students. 
How can parents and kids get more information about your dojo and karate lessons? Well, as I said, uh, my dojo and my son's dojos, mm-hmm. uh, we're a team. So we have a website called www.dorfmankarate, D-O-R-F-M-A-N-K-A-R-A-T-E, one word, .co.za. Mm. And you can go onto it and look at all the different things from photographs to timetables to everything. Mm. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's quite detailed. And of course you can phone me if you like. <laughs> 084 No, 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 that's my son. Gee, <laughs> See what happens when you get old. My son's Shane, 084 8119 or me, 083-651-2229. Anytime anybody wants to phone and find out about karate or how to join, mm. they're most welcome. You could even call now if you wanted to. <laughs> Before we go to an ad break, I welcome you to the Ha Foodie Club. Ever thought why fish fingers are called fish fingers? Because fish don't have fingers, but, you know, perhaps of their shape. Did you know that? Claren Birdsar was the inventor of fish fingers, and in his first year... He sold over 60 tons of fish fingers. Yahoo! <laughs> that must have been a lot. And not only that, but that meant that a fish finger was eaten every second. Now that is interesting. Do you know that? Do you know, do you like fish fingers? Well, if you do, send an SMS to 34519 or telegram to 061 8951019 to say why you love them. And well, if you don't, then you can still say why you don't like them. Well, that is all I have for you today, kids, on the Chai Foodie Club. Thank you for listening. This has been Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Michelle Fan and I'm 11 years old. Thank you to my guest, Malcolm Dorfman, for coming on Chai Kids. It's a pleasure. <laughs> And thank you to my producer, Senna, and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Hackett show, only on 101.9 High FM. Goodbye, kids.